Will today's petite treat be so tiny and sweet? Find out next on Joke Fuse. Oh yeah, welcome to Junk Food, the podcast about junk food, where we rate and review mystery treats to determine which one will be the undisputed champion of snacks. I'm your host, Mike, alongside me as always, Alyssa. Hey, Dad. Hey, Liss. Did you hear about the termite that went to the pub? The <laughs> Did I hear about the termite that went to the pub? Uh, no, I didn't. He wanted to know if the bar was tender. Oh. I don't get that. Bartender. Oh. Bartender, pub. Uh... That was a dad joke, a joke you tell to your dad. That one was sent in to us by friend of the show, Joe Brown, on Blue Sky Social. Shout out to Joe. If you'd like to submit a dad joke for Alyssa to tell me on the program, you can podcast? send it into us. Well, podcast, yeah. A podcast is a program, right? That's like yeah. an old thing that people used to say. Welcome to the program. I want to watch my stories on the television. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to submit a dad joke for Alyssa to tell me on the show, how's that? Podcast. 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 Yeah. You can send it into us via X or Threads or apparently Blue Sky Social at Junk Feud Pod or via email to junkfeudpod at gmail.com. Liz. Yes. Welcome back once again to the world's yeetest podcast. Oh, goodness. Very mid giving them the X super bus and hitting them with the Riz each and every week. Alyssa. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Today is Thanksgiving, the king of all the eating holidays, the paragon, the pinnacle. Of eating season. Yes. Liz. What? What is your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner? Um, mashed potatoes and the Hawaiian rolls. Mashed potatoes and... <laughs> so you say... Okay, Hawaiian rolls, sure. So the Hawaiian roll, traditionally not really part of the Thanksgiving dinner, is it? I guess. I mean, there are dinner rolls, like a Parker House style roll. I guess a Hawaiian roll is sort of like that. Well, I like open up the... The Hawaiian roll and like stick all the food in it. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Uh, I think actually, Liz, when I was a kid, probably when I was your age, mashed potatoes were the thing I liked best about Thanksgiving dinner as well. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, they're so good. We didn't really have them too often during the year. I mean, it's not like a thing we never ate, but it wasn't like a, you know, a weekly or even a monthly thing. So uh, it was like a special treat. And the best part, Liz, at Thanksgiving, so many mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. A giant like cartoon style bowl with a huge mound. And uh, we didn't do like the, the pat of butter on top like you would see in a cartoon, but there was so much butter already in the mashed potatoes, it was impossible to avoid it. Uh, I would usually take many, many helpings of mashed potatoes. Your Uncle Matt, in fact, as part of his Thanksgiving dinner, the coursing of his meal, he would eat an entire plate of just mashed potatoes. That's like what I do. Yeah, that's definitely what you do. I think, Liz, I like the sides a lot. Uh, like stuffing? Yeah, stuffing. Sure. There's a ton of variety. Usually get things that you don't really see at other meals. I don't think we eat stuffing ever during the year except for at Thanksgiving. Would you say, would you say that's accurate? Yeah. Liz, here's the thing though. It's trendy now to say like, oh, I like the sides the best at Thanksgiving. I just want a big plate of sides and then like a little smidgen, like a morsel of turkey. Liz, I'm getting back to being a turkey person, I think. Really? Yeah, there are so many ways to actually make a good turkey now. It is inexcusable to have a dry bird on the fourth Thursday of November. What? Uh, I mean, that's like the big knock against Thanksgiving turkey, isn't it? The poultry in general, 
people say, oh, you know, Thanksgiving turkey, it's the turkey's bland, it's dry, needs a ton of gravy on top. I don't believe that anymore. Alton Brown uh, popularized brining the turkey, I think. I mean, obviously people had done it before, but he sort of brought it into the mainstream. Guys like uh, Kenji Lopez-Alt popularized spatchcocking a turkey, which is where you like smash it down flat, cut out the backbone, smash the uh, wishbone lay it out flat on a, a big roasting tray. That's gross. It's not, Well, it sounds gross actually when you say it like that, but it's really good. And then you dry brine it by salting it uh, like the night before. That's great. Deep fried turkeys list, simpler than ever to make at home. There are home kits. We borrow one from uh, uh, from a friend of the show, Adelia's dad, all the time. Really? Yeah, we deep fried a turkey last year. You were here. You ate some of it. Oh, yeah. We even smoked a turkey one year list. We put it on the smoker. Last year, we weren't at our house. Well, no, but we came back afterwards. We had an extra turkey from the grocery store. Friend of the show, Ella, is here live in studio. She's raising her hand like it's school. Yes, Ella, can I help you? That was me. That was was you? You were there? (laughs) At Thanksgiving when we deep... Oh, well, we went to your house for Thanksgiving last year. That's right. You definitely were there at your own house on Thanksgiving. Yes, that's right. And it was good. The turkey was great. I think your mom made some, uh, some turkey... Legs and thighs confit, like cooked under their their own fat. That was delicious. It might have been duck fat, actually. You don't like turkey. Uh-huh. So for those of you at home, Ella eats a plate of mashed potatoes, one dollop of mashed potato, two separate, okay, two separate dollops of mashed potatoes, one with gravy. They can't be combined. Sure, the food may not touch. That was, a, that was a plot point in Toys, the Robin Williams and LL Cool J movie, where LL Cool J did not like his food to touch, actually. So, one dollop of mashed potatoes with gravy, one dollop of mashed potatoes with cranberry sauce, and then stuffing. And that's it. Only the box, like stovetop out of the box. You don't like homemade, your uncle made homemade <laughs> stuffing once, and you're shaking your head. Fascinating. Well, she was probably right. So, I think this is important, Alyssa, because everybody has a strategy for eating Thanksgiving dinner. We've just heard Ellis <laughs> indirectly. <laughs> she raised her hand and waited to be acknowledged before speaking. That was very good. Well done. Liz, uh, what is your Thanksgiving dinner eating strategy? How do you do it? Um, I don't when you I don't eat a lot before dinner. Yeah, you definitely don't eat a lot before dinner. You wait and you save up the whole day, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty standard. I think a lot of people probably do that on Thanksgiving. Well, then when you get to actual Thanksgiving dinner, then what do you do? Then I eat. Uh Uh-huh. Like how, (laughs) do you have a strategy or do you just like, there's nothing, you're just going in random, whatever you see, maybe you have some of this, maybe you have some of that. No. No? I just eat. No real forethought. No. So Liz, uh, I have a strategy for eating Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, let's hear it. Well, it's a modified version of my buffet strategy, which we're going to talk about on another episode. Uh, Here's how it goes. First, Alyssa, like you said- I won't eat much during the day. Definitely no lunch. Maybe a tiny little breakfast. We'll talk about that in a moment. If it gets to be dinner time. Now, dinner time for Thanksgiving is usually very early, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like a late Thanksgiving dinner is 4 p.m. I think a lot of people eat Thanksgiving dinner very early. If there are appetizers lists before the meal, don't touch them. Yeah. Yeah. No appetizers. That's right. Appetizers are a trap on Thanksgiving. They distract you from the main event. There's one exception to this in our family. (laughs) That's right. You're making fun of me as I'm gesticulating because no one can see this because it's radio as, as I thrust my finger into the air to make a point like an old man. Uh, Liz. Yes. Your grandmother, Grammy, makes escarole soup every Thanksgiving. This is a course before dinner. Oh, yes. I'll have a small bowl of that. 
I don't know where this tradition came from, but every Thanksgiving, Grammy makes escarole soup. It's like Italian wedding soup. It's a, a thin chickeny broth. There are tiny little fried meatballs in it, big bunches of escarole, like thick hearty greens, and then fried bread and lots of Parmesan cheese. No idea where this came from. Not traditionally associated with Thanksgiving, at least not in our culture. It's super bus. But yeah, super bus for sure. Shout out to Grammy. After that, list, main event, dinner time. First plate, because there are multiple plates. First plate, I get a bit of everything. Whatever's on the table, everything that's laid out, I will have a small bit of everything that's there. A few bites of turkey with gravy, mashed potatoes with gravy, stuffing also with gravy, uh, candied yams, your mom, say it. Your mom. Your mom makes uh, really good... What's the matter? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Wake up. We're talking about Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, remember? Uh-huh. Welcome back to the show. Your mom makes really, really good candied yams, lots of brown sugar, lots of marshmallows on top. Very fantastic. Cranberry sauce, both kinds. I like the the can of cranberry sauce you, where you can take like a slice of it. It looks very industrial, but then also real homemade cranberry sauce with actual cranberries. That's good. Green bean, green beans. Green beans. Green beans. Green Green beans, any kind that are available. Brussels sprouts, if they're there. Roasted, uh, steamed Brussels sprouts, still probably a no. You're writing green beans into your list of names here of dumb things that I've said on the show. <laughs> what else do you have on there so far? We uh, we got tart tatan. Tart tatan. Reciprocal Macintosh. Heterogeneity Bumfuzzle. Uh-huh. Wigglesworth Dole. A real person, by the way. Fargle butt. Fargle butt, yeah, Snapple sure. snaps. Bishop Desmond Tutu. Oh, also a real person. Spot and Green Breen. Green Breens, that's right. And then also at the bottom of your list, you have Baby Carrots and Ranch oh. and Ratatouille. <laughs> because you wanted to eat Baby Carrots and Ranch while you watched Ratatouille. <laughs> You've just deleted that for posterity. Uh, okay, where were we? Yeah, corn, both kinds. If there's just like straight up yellow corn, fine. Creamed corn, Alyssa. How do you feel about creamed corn? Blah. You're making a yuck face. Black, black. What? Have you ever actually had creamed corn? No. Oh, it's lovely. But it sounds gross. It does sound gross, but it's very good. It's got a little bit of nutmeg usually on top. Mm. I'm making the chef the Mm. chef kiss for Mm. this right Mm. now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mac and cheese, of course. Uh, And then maybe like you said, a dinner roll, like a Parker House style roll, or in in this case, a Hawaiian roll. This, Alyssa, this first plate is the sampler. It lets me see what is done the best that year. There is some- Even though you cook Thanksgiving dinner every year and you have the same stuff and you usually make it in the same way, there is some natural variation there. So, uh, you know, after that, Liz, it's time for plate number two, second plate. Second plate is the main course after the sampler platter. And this is the big, big pile of turkey with gravy, white meat and dark meat. I like both. Uh, And then slightly larger helpings of all the sides that I like the best, which is usually mashed potatoes and stuffing. Uh, And all that stuff gets uh, gravy on top, obviously. Yes. Do you, you like gravy, right? Yes, especially on those KFC bowls. Especially the gravy on the KFC bowls, that's right. Uh, mostly chicken and beef stock and MSG, the KFC gravy, which makes it so good. Yes. So, Liz, that's the real dinner. It's uh, all of the things I've chosen, it's the ones that were executed the best on that day. And uh, once that's done, usually I'm okay. But then, like, if I really want to go for it, I'll get one more plate, and then that one will just be, like, the standard traditional cartoon Norman Rockwell style plate, which is just like turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, cranberry sauce, maybe a little bit of veg. Uh, And then I'll take all that stuff that you would have in a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And I'll do the thing that you said, which is where I take a dinner roll and hollow it out 
and fill it up with everything, all the accoutrement there. And then the, the top of it gets sealed closed with a layer of mashed potatoes. So it's like a little Thanksgiving empanada. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Unless any of the appetizers actually did look good. And then I will set a few of those aside to have later as a snack between dinner and uh, dessert. Oh, uh huh. What was that thing that Aunt Melissa made one year for dessert? It was so good. For dessert? Mm-hmm. When we were at their house. Now, probably flan, if I had to guess. Um. Ella says she's making flan for Friendsgiving. That sounds good. For Girl Scouts. You're only going for the food. Not for the camaraderie? The sisterhood? Sure. But mostly the food. That's right. Oh, no, but this wasn't it. It was like chocolate something. Aunt oh, Melissa oh, it made was a dirt. chocolate something? It oh, was dirt. <laughs> sure, dirt pudding. I love, Sophie loves dirt. It's very good. Shout out to Sophie and Viv. Uh, Liz, we alluded to this earlier. The one thing we don't do on Thanksgiving is eat lunch. Yeah. Thanksgiving dinner's early. There's no time. We don't want to be full. Usually won't eat breakfast either. But Alyssa, if I need something to hold me over for the day, I'm usually looking for something small, something sweet, maybe like one or two bites. For me, it's three. Three bites for you. <laughs> sure. You're smaller. Hey, uh, that reminds me of this snack. Yeah, that reminds me of this week's snack. Liz, up next on Junk Feud, it's... Petite. Petite mini cinnamon rolls. That's right. Yeah. Liz. What? What is a petite cinnamon roll? They are little one-ounce single-serving versions of traditional cinnamon rolls that are meant to be eaten in one or two or three bites. Three bites for you, sure. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. You are uh, tapping me on the shoulder and pointing to something... That's on the table here because you've got your own small petite snack. You'd like to have a snack appetizer on the show, you said, even though we have a lot to do. And even though we have done this snack before, you just want an excuse to eat this, right? No, these are German. So tell the people what you have. They're German gummy bears. Yeah, we have Haribo Gold Baron from uh, all Haribo the way from, Gold Baron. from Frankfurt, Germany itself. Das Original Siet. 1922. Uh-huh. You don't know how to say 1922 in German, do you? No. Neither do I. But I do know how to say yum in German, which is just yum. So let's try some of these uh, original Haribo German gummy bears. Thank you. And naturally, you can't open the package. No. Would you like some help? Wait. Wait. You're tearing the bottom of the bag here. Why would you do that? Ella, would you like some German gummy bears? Ella doesn't like gummy bears. Albanese. The ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, we didn't like those, I don't think. I did. You like the Albanese gummy bears? Yeah. What were the ones we didn't like? I don't know. Something organic. They were really bad. <laughs> I mean, these. Oh, yeah, they were those tree ones that look like they're vitamins. Yeah, Liz, these smell really good. They do. Uh, I have my favorite. I think these were my favorite, the clear ones, which are pineapple. Yeah. I don't know what they are, but they have like the, the trees on the package and stuff. I don't remember. Yeah, obviously these are very good. They taste just like U.S. Haribo gummy bears, I think. Mm, they're German. I can tell. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I can. Liz. These are Subas. They are very Subas. good. Gummy bears, still good. We rated them very highly last time. They remain very good. What's that one? It's red. Oh, it looked purple from the side. No, See? no. Yeah, it does look purple from the side. How about that? Fine German engineering. Liz, <laughs> while you are chomping away on some German gummy bears, what do you know about uh, the history of mini cinnamon rolls, Lissa? Um, well, I know that. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, 
Aha. Uh-huh. Cinnamon rolls are like super old. Mm, yeah, kind of old, sure. And we don't talk about this a lot because we're doing the cinnamon sh- cinnamon roll show now, but like the Cinnabon yes, show. Yes, someday we're going to do a Cinnabon show, so we're going to talk like deep history of cinnamon rolls. All we yes. need to know for today is that uh, the cinnamon roll as we know it now, probably the result of a convergence of like ingredient availability and technique proliferation in the 17th century near guess where? You'll never guess. Sweden. Uh, <laughs> well, you read ahead in the notes a little bit. Philadelphia, actually, of course, the greatest uh, snack city in the world. Before that, before the 17th century, the Swedes were probably making something like a yeasted sweet roll with cinnamon that was brought to Europe by some Asian traders that got it in Sri Lanka. It's fun to say Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I'm I'm trying to remember. There was a movie where somebody says it like that. Sri re- Lanka, yeah. Sri Lanka. It might have been American Psycho, so you wouldn't have known that. Look, they're in um the ant farm. There's this one like annoying girl, and she kept saying Sri Lanka. That was one of the lines from uh, Nicki Minaj's verse on Kanye West's Anka, monster. Anka, Anka, Willy Wonka, Anka, Anka, yeah, that's Anka, right. Sri Lanka. Well, I mean, there were real words in there, not whatever you just did. Liz, hmm. we talked about this last week on the Hot Dog Nuggets show. If somebody already likes the big version of a food, like a regular cinnamon the roll. tiny one just makes it better. Yeah, that's right. There's probably a cute, smaller version somewhere that they would like even more. And that's obviously what has happened here. At some point, after the invention and later perfection of the cinnamon roll, some enterprising food genius somewhere saw fit to make and sell Little ones. And where do you think most people are getting mini cinnamon rolls today? Ella has yelled out Costco because her dad uh, loves Costco and buys them there. Shout out to your dad. Liz. What? Ella's right. Uh, A lot of people, if they are buying mini cinnamon rolls, they are getting them from Costco. A mainstay there in the warehouse store, wouldn't you say? Yes. If you've ever been in a Costco, these are like omnipresent. There are stacks and stacks of them, usually on a table back in the bakery department. Alyssa, you don't have any context for this, but uh, folks out there in podcast land, if you've ever worked in an office or been to an event where somebody had to serve a quick and inexpensive breakfast to a lot of people who probably uh, aren't expecting much and would like to be almost anywhere else, you probably saw a pack of these cinnamon rolls sitting on the top of a conference table with the little plastic lid propped open, but probably still hanging on by a little piece of the sticker on top. Can you envision this? Yeah. This reminds me of like the elf meeting. Yes, exactly. Like the meeting in the conference room in the movie Elf, because we are in the greater metro holiday season right now. So that's Italy. appropriate. You have made the, f- <laughs> you have made the, f- the, uh, the flag of Italy or they also were, Mexico. They were lined up and they got... <laughs> with a red, white, and green gummy bear. Congratulations to you. <laughs> Liz, funny story. I brought a pack of these mini cinnamon rolls to uh, to the refreshments uh, ceremony after my uh, after my graduation. Really? Yeah, that's right. Did people eat them? Well, I did, sure. <laughs> and then I brought the rest home, and then I ate the rest of them home here as well. Oh. Yeah. Over the years, Liz, there have been a few different versions of these on offer at Costco. Um, I recall very fondly a version called the original two-bite glazed cinnamon roll. It was a miniature version of a cinnamon roll. There was a light transparent sugar glaze on top. The two-bite moniker was more of a challenge really than an instruction because I would always eat these in one bite. I just popped the whole thing into my mouth like an absolute glutton. You said three bites. I think you could probably take one of these in two bites. Probably. Almost certainly. Liz, after that, uh, even as late as last year, post-original two-bite glazed cinnamon rolls, there's a company called Universal Bakery that was offering petite cinnamon rolls at Costco. Really? That's right. And Liz, they looked remarkably similar to the classic two bites, 
although they had like a slightly darker cinnamon brown sugar filling. Lots of it too, by the way. Really? Uh, and those also, yeah, that's right. And they also appeared to be sugar glazed, but only just barely, if at all. That sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Ella, you're raising your hand again. How can I help you? I'm sorry, what? You? Ella has a cinnamon roll hack. Let's hear it. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. Ella says for a, it won't work with the mini ones, but Ella says for a large, soft, baked cinnamon roll, you can pick up the middle, just the middle with chopsticks. And if you pull it up straight up, it will unfurl the cinnamon roll and then you can eat it like noodles. And where did we see this? Which social media outlet? She'll come back to us on that. Well, I don't know, sir, but I will find out. Liz. What? Here's the thing. There's a new vendor this year. So we've gone from Two Bites to Universal Bakery. New vendor, new concept. The product, Alyssa, as of earlier this year, still called Petite Cinnamon Rolls, but now manufactured by a company called El Camino Real Bakery. Hola, hola, what? Uh, El Camino <laughs> Real. Sorry, go ahead. Did you say Hulkamania Bakery? <laughs> Wait. Uh, on, on Amina. Wait. <laughs> El Camino Real. El Camino Real. El Camino Real Bakery, right. These are heavily, heavily glazed with what looks like a very thick white icing. So it's a bit of a departure from prior versions. Otherwise, very similar in size. Each roll weighs about an ounce. Now, here's the thing, Liz. I really hope you got those ones because those sound pretty bust. Well, just wait because here's (laughs) the thing. Uh, There seems to be some difference between the versions that were sold by Universal Bakery and El Camino Real Bakery. But Liz, in actuality, both brands owned by a conglomerate called Best Express Foods. So an umbrella company that operates bakeries that produce a number of similar small pastry products for Costco and other vendors, like you've seen maybe the Aussie Bites or the Paleo Bars or the Dulce de Leche Delights and others. So really, these are just the same. They're the same exact product manufactured by two subsidiaries of a larger corporate umbrella conglomerate, just calling them different things. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, Liz, Best Express Foods, Alyssa, started by a cook named Jesus Mendoza in San Francisco, started out- Jesus. Yeah, the the (laughs) Jesus, that's right. Started out making tortilla chips in his home kitchen in 1989. (laughs) Alyssa, Liz. I just thought of something really- Uh Uh-huh, go ahead. (laughs) I'm willing to bet it's not as funny as you think it is, but let's hear it. (laughs) There was this video, and it it was this little boy- and like a bag of tortilla chips fell on him in the pantry, and he goes, "Hurricane Katrina, more like Hurricane Tortilla." That's it. That was the funny thing. No, but it was so funny the way he said it. His face was so red. I guess you really just had to be there, huh? In the small child's pantry, <laughs> post Hurricane Katrina. It was really funny. Liz, what? What else was going on in 1989? In 1989. George H.W. Bush was sworn in as president of the United States. That's right. What else? The Soviet Union withdrew from Af- uh, Afghanistan. Uh-huh, correct. Ayatollah Khomeini? Ayatollah Khomeini, the Ayatollah. Uh, yeah. He issued, or she? He? He, go on. He issued a <laughs> fatwa uh-huh. against Salman Rushdie for publishing the Satanic. Satanic. Satanic verses. What a sentence for a 13-year-old to say. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Rushdie still being stabbed about that 40 years later almost. Uh, Liz, Tim Berners-Lee invented the World Wide Web. The Exxon Valdez tanker dumped 240,000 barrels of oils into Prince William Sound. What else happened? The Chinese students protested in 
Tiananmen Square. <laughs> Tiananmen Square, that's right. Shout out to uh, System of a Down. Seinfeld, Alyssa, premiered in the United States of America. This will be important later in the show. Alyssa, what do you think about Seinfeld? I don't know what that is. It's a television show. I've never seen it. A situation comedy. You've never seen an episode of Seinfeld, the greatest sitcom of all time. No. See, here's there's this meme now that like young kids don't understand Seinfeld and don't think it's funny, even though people my age and older thought it was absolutely objectively hilarious the entire time that it was running on television. And you guys just don't even know what it is. Yeah. Wow. Abe Froman was right. Liz, uh, Nintendo celebrated its 100th anniversary. David Dinkins. D- Dinkins uh-huh. became the mayor of New York City. That's right. Oh my gosh. Wait, before we get to what we're going to say next, uh, your your little brother Chase, shout out to Chase, <laughs> loves David Dinkins because uh, Mr. Dinkins, will you please be my mayor is a line in a in a hip hop song that he loves. What song? Wait, what song? Um, I can, I'm singing it in my head right now. A tribe Called Quest maybe? Can I kick can it? Can I kick it? Can That's I right. Kick it? Yeah, the boy loves yes, Can I Kick can. It. It's a great song, obviously. I can't believe I couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah, but Tribe Called Crest. Okay, so think wait, of it. Wait, I just said a tribe <laughs> called Crest, like the toothpaste. Okay, so that's bad. So it's 1989. Yeah, 1989. Who was what born? Does, <laughs> what does 1989 remind you of? That's right, the album. 1989. <laughs> Do you know who created that album? Say, say. And 1989 is the Taylor Swift new TV version that just came out. Yeah. So Taylor Swift was born. That's right. Shout out to uh, patron saint of junk feud, Taylor Swift. And also Emperor Hirohito died, Alyssa. Is a guy on the Chiefs coming home with me. Oh, uh, Hirohito from Japan. It's a good guess, though. You said Korea. Shout out to uh, Taylor Swift and RIP to a real one, Hirohito. Liz, Hirohito. Here's some late breaking news, Alyssa, that I really? didn't know when I wrote these notes. Yeah, because uh, just yesterday I went to pick up a new batch of petite mini cinnamon rolls from Costco. Guess what? What? No longer called petite cinnamon rolls. Uh, what? These are called coffee house cinnamon rolls. Alyssa, no longer manufactured by El Camino Real Bakery either. That's just disrespectful. These now manufactured by Upper Crust Bakery, which has a long and uh, fairly interesting history, I suppose. But again, just one of these like somewhat nameless, mostly faceless conglomerate large factory baking operations. This one headquartered in Phoenix, Arizona. But Liz. Oh, Favorite Day has that brand too. Yeah, that's right. Look at these too. They look exactly like all the other ones. Yeah. So I'm thinking there is just like a specification that Costco says, thou shalt make me some two bite cinnamon rolls. And then the bakeries just kind of line up and Costco uses their enormous purchasing power No, that's, to get exactly what they want. That's definitely three bites. That's definitely three thicker. bites you're saying. Uh, these are, well, we're going to see in just a moment. Here's the thing. Um, Liz, a lot of people love these, obviously. The Costco mini petite cinnamon rolls. Lots of reviews online. Mostly the consensus is a lot of people say they are too sweet. Can you believe that? What? Yeah, shout out to the NWO and the Young Bucks, too sweet, but uh, still good as a snack. Tasting Table Magazine, Alyssa, ranked them eighth out of 15 different types of store-bought cinnamon rolls. Guess what number one was? Annie's Organic. Annie's Organic Cinnamon Rolls. That's right. I've never had those. That's interesting. I've never even heard of those. Yeah. Liz, there's a few other mini cinnamon roll varieties that people like too. Uh, Some of them you can 
get at stores. Some of them you can't. Like the mac and cheese people? Yeah, that's right. Annie's Organics. Like the mac and cheese and the little bunny crackers. How do you feel about Annie's mac and cheese? I like their white cheddar one. The white cheddar shells, right? Yeah. Yeah, very good. I would agree. Uh, the orange ones, you know, I can take it or leave it. White cheddar shells, very good. Liz, what? There, are, there are some versions of mini cinnamon rolls that are difficult to get your hands on. The first one we'll discuss here called Cine Smith's. List. these are only available at a stand at the Minnesota State Fair, and uh, TV host Andrew Zimmern says these are his favorite when they are warm and dunked in a sweet vanilla custard. Do you know anything about the Minnesota State Fair? No. The only thing that I know about it, Liz, is that there is also a stand there that serves chocolate chip cookies by the bucketful. Mm? Yeah, and they look absolutely amazing. There are like YouTube videos of this, and I've seen it oh. on uh, Yeah, don't those look pretty good? You're looking up the Cine Smith's cinnamon rolls right now. They do look fantastic. You know what we should do, Liz? I think next year for road trip month, we might have to take a trip out to the Minnesota State Fair. What do you think about that? Minnesota so far. Well, maybe we'll fly. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm really not trying to go and drive to Minnesota. Liz, here's the other one that you can't really get anymore. And then we can go from Minnesota to Wisconsin. Why would we go to Wisconsin? Because I want to see all the cheese. You want to see all the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Ella said, why don't you just fly to the moon? That was a dad joke brought to you by friend of the show, Ella, live in studio. Good grief. Uh, listen, you know there is a there is a creamery like just down the street from us here in town where they make cheese. Cheese? Yeah, cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Cooper would love it there. Cooper the dog. Cooper the human dog who loves cheese. That's right. Listen, mm. the other kind of cinnamon roll, mini cinnamon roll, that you can't really get very much anymore are these things called Cine Minis? Have you heard of these? No. All right. So these were a Burger King cult favorite treat. They debuted in 1998. 90s kids absolutely adored Burger King Cine Minis. That would include me. I don't know if I count as a 90s kid or not. You don't. I don't know about that. Listen, there was a change.org petition. We've talked about these kinds of things a few times. It had a few thousand signatures. In response to that, for a brief period of time in 2018, Burger King actually brought back Cine Minis. But here's the thing. You could only get them if you ordered them for delivery through Grubhub, of all places. No, you definitely were a 90s kid. Yeah? Yeah. You were only like... One. What do you, so what do you think makes a 90s kid? Like, what is the what are the characteristics of a 90s kid? If someone says like, oh, only 90s kids will understand. You're thinking very hard about this. Roller skates? Roller skates, she says. So Wait, I need to like get some inspo. Hold on. To recap, uh, for posterity here, I said that again. You've never oh, seen an yes. episode you've never seen an episode of Seinfeld and you think people were just riding around on roller skates in the nineties. Oh yes, yes, yes. Now I know. Lots of shell necklaces. You love shell, shell necklaces. <laughs> I did have a Puka shell necklace. And you literally Gosh, in like every picture I saw of you when you were like a little kid, always wearing a shell necklace. Well, I like they were good. I liked them. It was sort of like a nostalgic tradition to eat cine minis and wear <laughs> wear a puka shell necklace to the boardwalk. Liz, what? Uh, we're running low on time here, but speaking of nostalgic traditions, before we get into the tasting, I want to talk about one of mine. It's a tradition that I keep every Thanksgiving. It's one that has an odd and actually food-related origin, uh, but that I adore nevertheless. Here's the story. Do you want to hear it? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm a freshman in college. It's my very first semester, as a matter of fact. I'm sitting in a lecture hall in a class. My advisor is teaching the class. I'm sharing a can of Coke with a classmate sitting in my row. In retrospect, I do not know why <gasps> I did this. Was your girlfriend? No, mom was my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh. Shout out to your mom, my girlfriend, in uh, the year 2000. Liz, I don't, it was, it was gross. I just, you know, we were sharing like food and drinks in the, in the, in the row because this was a night class. It was like dinner time. Anyway, I got mono. You know what mono is? Uh, yes. Yeah, mononucleosis. It sucked. Uh, when I was a kid, there were all these jokes about how cool it would be to get mono because you were, you know, you could stay home from school for like an entire month and sleep all day, and we thought that was great. And uh, I got mono, and I did stay home from school for an entire month. Except it wasn't like school; it was college, and I was responsible for it, so that was bad. Uh, and I did sleep all day long, and mostly that was because I also had an upper <laughs> respiratory infection, and I was having like these crazy hallucinatory fever <laughs> dreams about the bullfight stage from Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was wild. The soundtrack was playing in my head, and I was being chased by this bull, and he was poking me with his horns. I was being gored by a bull. It's awful. Uh, yeah, I was responsible for my own fate. I was struggling to keep up with my classes for the rest of the semester. The classes I had that first semester were the worst grades I got in all four years of school. It what were they? Was terrible. Uh, not A's. So let's lower it, than B. Uh, there was one of them, yeah. So here's the thing. That's not bad at all. I just got a C plus in my ELA class. I wouldn't be advertising that on the radio. <laughs> so here's the thing, Liz. The illness that I had, mono, happened to coincide with Thanksgiving break that year, oh. uh, which we were having at my cousin's house. Shout out to Angela. I was in I no love shape. Angela. Yes, we all do, she's of course. She's in, um, I don't know if she's in Indiana or Indianapolis. She's somewhere up there. Well, Indianapolis is in Indiana. She is probably in Indiana because my cousin Bree goes to Purdue University in Indiana. Yep, that's Shout nice. out to Bree. Liz. What? I was in no shape to attend Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, uh, I couldn't not. help out, but I was determined to make an appearance because I love Thanksgiving. I have never missed a family Thanksgiving in my life. I did miss one actually after that. I had Thanksgiving with some Mormons once, so I, we will tell that story on a different show. Liz. Who are Mormons? Uh, Mormons are adherents to the Mormon religion who attend the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, where were, where was mom? Mom was here. By herself? Well, no, she was with her family. I was by myself with a bunch of Mormons in the middle of East Texas. Liz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you live in Texas? <clears throat> I did, in fact. Yes. Here's the thing, Liz. I'm determined to go. I get up. I get dressed. I'm in real clothes for the first time in a month and not pajamas. I get in the car with my family. I feel miserable. We drive to my cousin's house. I say hello to everyone. I have a small plate of food. And then I fall asleep on the floor, on the white rug, right there in the middle of the dining room on Thanksgiving during dinner. Oh. Just fell asleep and passed out. Uh, somebody eventually saw fit to wake me up and take me home. And then for the rest of the night, I sat on the couch in our playroom under this big heavy blanket. And this is where the tradition was born, Alyssa, because that night on cable television, there were a bunch of movie marathons on all like the movie channels on cable, TNT, TBS, American Movie Classics, all that kind of stuff. And it just so happened that all the ones that I watched as I was flipping through channels that night had something to do with Steven Spielberg. You know who Steven Spielberg is, right? Mm -mm. Sorry, what? Boy, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Steven Spielberg is, the no. greatest contemporary populist movie director of all time. Those were some qualifiers. He made mm -hmm. E.T., Alyssa, and Jaws, and Jurassic Park, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is in Raiders of the Lost Ark, yes. So, uh, yeah, there I was, safe and cozy and warm under a blanket on my couch on what would normally have been my favorite day of the year and which actually turned out to be so because of this new tradition which is that from every thanksgiving from then on i have watched a movie marathon of films that are either produced directed or somehow related to steven spielberg 
Oh, what did you watch last time? Well, I watched them all, and I'll tell you about them in just a moment. And you have done this with me as well. That's right, because every Thanksgiving morning, we get up and we watch The Goonies together. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah, The Goonies, produced by Steven Spielberg. Uh, We will do an entire Thanksgiving episode on The Goonies, probably next year as well. Over the course of the day, I will watch the rest of the movies. Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom, or both if we have time. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The Blues Brothers list. Steven Spielberg has a cameo in that as a Cook County assessor. Really? Really, that's right. E.T., Minority Report, that was the movie that was playing at Thanksgiving at my cousin's house that I fell asleep watching. Uh, It's a little bit bleak, but still an amazing film. And then always, I cap the night off at the end with Jurassic Park. That's the last one. That one you watch or chase. Yeah, that's right. I can never get through Jurassic Park for some reason. I've just seen it too much. Mm, Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I will never turn it off. If it's on, I'm just watching the whole thing straight through. I only like the one where they're like, in this room and then they go to this giant like thing that looks like a museum and then there's this giant t-rex in the middle of it and in that one they're also like in this tree and they have to fall asleep in the tree yeah list that is jurassic park oh that's the that first one? one that's right okay good that's the only one i like well it is the best one i think list if you had to make your own thanksgiving day movie marathon what movies would you would you watch so first the goonies because that's just that's right that's our tradition sure yeah. um Descendants. Descendants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. But it has to be the third one. Descendants three. Yeah. Okay. Very particular. Yeah. Nothing else? Um, wait. <laughs> uh maybe. Mm. Uh-huh. I just watched this really good movie. Um not Ratatouille. I tried to watch Ratatouille. I cannot get through it. I think I think that's one we need to watch together. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's it. The Goonies so just and Goonies Descendants. and Descendants 3. Yes. Great. That's not much of a movie marathon, is it? No. What would you say your favorite Thanksgiving movie is? Are there any Thanksgiving movies mm, that you Harry you're Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, sure. I mean, Harry the Harry Potter films are all sort of like fall holiday, fall and winter holiday movies, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. Uh, List, do you know what my favorite part of this show is? Oh, that's always the ingredients. You have to say that into the microphone. <laughs> oh, that's always the ingredients. List, what's in the... <laughs> the petite cinnamon rolls. Please tell the people. Unbleached, enriched wheat flour, niacin, reduced iron, diamond, mononitrate, r- r- riboflavin. You got it. Riboavin. What's riboavin? It's, that should say riboflavin. <clears throat> Folic acid, unsalted butter, water, eggs, sugar, brown sugar, powdered sugar, mm. tapioca syrup, mm. non fat dry milk, cinnamon. Duh. Canola oil, salt, yeast, natural flavors, palm fruit oil, and cornstarch. Very good. Are you ready to get to the rules of the game? Yes. Then let's get to the rules of the game list. Junk feud is a culinary clash to see which treat will be crowned the undisputed champion of snacks. It's a King of the Mountain style battle in which the reigning champ takes on a new challenger each week to see which snack reigns supreme. And Alyssa. What? The reigning defending undisputed champion of snacks is... The Wendy's Frosty and Fries. The Wendy's Frosty and Fries. Liz, I can't believe you ate all those hot dog nuggets last week. (laughs) Stop it. It was unbelievable. You ate the entire box of 15. I think I had one in the car, (laughs) and I tasted one on the show, and you ate the rest. Yeah. And you didn't even like them that much. No, but I was really hungry. You were, that's right. And they didn't have a chance against the Frosty and Fries, I don't think. Yeah. But today we are trying the Petite Cinnamon Rolls. These are the two-bite specials from Costco. These are made by not El Camino Real Bakery, but in fact, Upper Crust Bakery from the USA. These are the Coffee House Cinnamon Rolls. But wait, Alyssa, 
What? What's this? OMG, it's a clone. It's a dupe. It's giving, Dad. It's it's what? <laughs> Sorry, did you say it's Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> I said it's giving. But it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it is giving on Thanksgiving? Yes. Well, what is. exactly is giving here is uh <laughs> <laughs> if you if you watched uh the uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the Nega Scott of the mini cinnamon rolls. These are just generic Walmart version mini cinnamon rolls. Oh my gosh, the the Scott Pilgrim movie. When I watched that when I was little, you had me watch it when I was like little. So I was like, oh my god, this is the grossest movie ever. When they started like eating each other's face off, they're like. Okay, so first of all, it was slightly inappropriate for you to watch Scott Pilgrim as a small child, but there was a period of time where that was your favorite movie of all the movies. It was, but it was just so weird. Well, it's a great movie. But it was funny, so. Shout out to Scott Pilgrim, I guess. Oh, girl. Yeah, that's right. You love that song, Ramona Flowers. Ramona, the the one that (laughs) Beck does. That was on your playlist when you were a kid. So, anyway, (laughs) it was 100%. So listen, we have the uh, Coffeehouse Cinnamon Rolls from Costco. We have the Freshness Guaranteed Generic Brand Great Value Walmart Cinnamon Rolls. That explains why I know all the words to that song. Yeah, that's right. It does, doesn't it? Well, guess what, Liz? What? It's crunch time. It is crunch time. Yeah, we rate our snacks using a tier list from sprinkles to fun dip. Sprinkles to fun dip. So snacks can be graded A, B, C, D, or F with the very best treats earning the elusive S tier ranking. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. It is for the undisputed... Oh my gosh, we forgot to do it. No. Sorry. uh, You forgot to do it. Are you ready? Yes. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. One serving. And is for the undisputed championship of junk food list. What do you think about the packaging? It's so cool. Uh, I mean, I guess. It's a plastic drum. (laughs) You like it because it does that uh, sound thing that you like to do. Okay. Yeah, let's pop it open. What do you think? Just just rip through the... No, 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 no. No, no, no. You don't... You do not want to rip through the sticker. You want to peel it off. Ugh, that didn't work. Ella's raising her hand again. (laughs) The bottom ones are the best. Oh... So this has been Food Hacks with Ella. Ella says the the cinnamon rolls on the bottom of the container are the best because all the icing sinks down to the bottom and they sit in it and they're the most delicious. You can't. Oh, that sounds like you've had these before, huh? Oh yeah, many times. I Alyssa, can't you're do still it. struggling to open up the packaging here. So let's just rip right through this <laughs> like that. There's a sticker for you. There is also, oh, don't put it on my sweater. (laughs) I'm wearing my finest Thanksgiving sweater today. It's not Thanksgiving. It's a cardigan. It is Thanksgiving. Today is whatever the date is, and it's Thanksgiving. It's November 24th. According to. I mean, November 23rd. You were close. Nope, 23rd. All right, so here they are. Ella, would you like one? Oh! Can I have a bottom one, she says. Oh, they're cold. Well, yeah, they're no, they Ella. There's a separator. There is a separator, but if you look, there is still a little bit, a little bit of juice at the bottom there. There is a small plastic separator. So uh, I have it on good authority that these are best when they're warmed up slightly, like five seconds in the microwave. But I just always eat these as is. These are petite, as advertised. They have a lot of brown sugar and cinnamon, gooey, glazy. They have a, a sugar glaze on top. They smell wonderful. Obviously, we love cinnamon as a warming spice in this house. Although your mom doesn't really like cinnamon. 
No, but I do. How many bites was that for you? Three bites as advertised. We'll check this out. That was one bite. No, I can see. <laughs> First impressions. What do you think? Pretty good. Pretty good, she says. What? Ella said six bites. Unbelievable. Fair. Unless you're eating another one. I'm going to I'm gonna deconstruct one here just a little bit. We'll I see tried, what like. but it like fell apart. Yeah, these are very crumbly. The pastry is somewhat dry, except for the very sweet, very sugary glaze on the outside. On the inside, you can see the sort of modeling of the cinnamon brown sugar. These don't have the depth or the nuance that a large cinnamon roll has because there's so much variation and heterogeneity and texture and taste in one of those, owing to the fact that the outside gets really baked off and almost crispy in some some spots, and the insides are soft and gooey. And these don't really have that differentiation in the frosting either. This is just a plain sugar glaze, as opposed to like a cream cheese frosting, for example, on a Cinnabon. But these are strongly redolent of cinnamon, for sure. There's a lot of cinnamon flavor packed into these. Okay, so we've tried out the Costco version. There are, we've each eaten a couple here in the studio, and there are still enough to feed an entire football team. Because if there's anything Costco does, it is bulk packaging. They can't feed our football team. Like your school football team? Yeah, our football team has like 85 players. Well, that's a lot. Ella's family is a football team, she said, because you guys eat the entire box in one sitting. I bet your dad could do that if he really wanted to. You could do it, you say. You weigh like 60 pounds. <laughs> All right, here are the Walmart versions. So I'm looking at I these. Alyssa's picked out the one that she wants. Wait, no, I want the deformed one. I always feel bad for them. I always eat the ones that look like the worst. You eat because, the ugly food first? Yeah, I, I don't want to make them feel left out. You're really, really taking your time here, Elle. So here's, this is interesting. These don't look as though they are as deeply burnished as the other ones. The Costco ones are sort of like golden brown on the outside. These look like they're a little bit underdone, if anything. They are less glazed. They have glaze on them. There doesn't appear to be nearly as much as the Costco version. Ella's making a face. Yeah, this is interesting. They don't they don't even smell the same, do they? I mean, they're very, very similar. If you just looked at these very quickly, you would you would be able to mistake them for each other. But this one smells sort of more generically sweet than it, it does bread. warming. Yeah, it just smells like an enriched, like buttery sort of brioche kind of dough. I, I'm getting even a little bit of raisin here, which is odd, just from the scent. It smells like raisins. Ella's nodding in agreement. Oh, uh, my hands are sticky. Ella doesn't like it. She's leaving the studio. So one bite in, it's still good, but it... It's not as good as the Costco ones, I don't It's think. not super bus. Not super bus. Very bready, like you said. That can be a good thing. It seems, these seem a little bit more homemade, if I can say that, and that's completely at odds with what we would experience generally. So is it not Thanksgiving? What? My special word. Is it not Thanksgiving? Oh, are these, these are not Thanksgiving? As in like these are giving or not yeah. giving? Are they, Dad? I will say soft Thanksgiving on these. Soft? Yeah. They're mid-giving. Midsgiving. Yeah, they're midsgiving. They're like the breakfast of Thanksgiving. They're th they're the Thanksgiving breakfast of mini cinnamon rolls. Good good observation, Liz. Yeah, I don't know. Um Wait. Go ahead. I didn't do that side. Okay, you wanted to snap shut the uh the lid there to make sure that we have assuaged oh, your my sensory eyes are challenges. Burning from, the from basketball tryouts, yeah. So Liz, what do you think? Let's uh let's hit the bliss point. We're gonna need some ratings on the Costco mini slash petite slash coffee house cinnamon rolls and then just the generic costco version what do you think um so can i start with the costco ones absolutely okay the costco ones get like a b flat mm -hmm. and the 
Walmart ones get like a C. Okay, I think those are pretty good, pretty good scores. Uh, yeah, I would say Costco mini cinnamon rolls, very good. Probably they would have been a little bit better if we would have warmed them up. I've had them that way before, so I know what they're like. I will say a warmed up Costco mini cinnamon roll is like a B plus, and uh, yeah, just the standard cold ones that you're eating like off a conference table at a bad meeting that you don't want to be at is probably a B. It's above average. I would never turn these away. I love cinnamon. I love cinnamon rolls. It's tiny, cute food, which we also like. You know what I want to try? What's that, bud? I want to try those a little warped up with like a little scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. Oh, that would be fantastic. I do have one of those tiny dishers that we could put a little scoop of vanilla on top of them with. Maybe we'll do that right after this. Well, after this, we need to go shoe shopping. Okay. Well, yeah, absolutely. Walmart, yeah, I would say C. I mean, they're the bare minimum, the absolute average that you can get away with if you say, here is what a mini cinnamon roll is. Half of them should be better, half of them should be worse. That's just the way it is. So yeah, what do you think? Uh, Do the Costco mini cinnamon rolls have what it takes to take Mm -hmm. down? You're already starting to say no. (laughs) No. The Wendy's Frosty and Fries. No, absolutely not. Which means, Alyssa, your winner and still reigning defending undisputed champion of snacks, the Wendy's Frosty and fries. Yeah. Liz. What? We're going to do something unprecedented. We're going to punt on the Oreo rule. We're going to, because it's Thanksgiving, so you play football. We're going to push it back to next week because the new Oreos, Alyssa, are hot cocoa cream Oreos, which is more of like a, a winter holiday season kind of theme, don't you think? Yeah. It's so we'll not giving. It's not Thanksgiving for this episode. It's not Thanksgiving. It's not Friendsgiving. It's not Midsgiving. It's just breakfast giving. It's just Thanksgiving breakfast giving. Yeah, we're going to try the hot cocoa cream Oreos. We have them in hand. We got the last box at our local Target. The only box in the entire store, actually. That was really weird. Uh, We're going to try them out. But Liz, Hmm. before we get to anything else, we have to ask a very important question, one we ask each week. Can you deep fry this week's snack? Absolutely. Yeah, will it deep fry? Absolutely. In fact, I found at least a few different creative ways to do this online, Liz. Some people take the little cinnamon rolls. And just throw them straight up as is into a deep fryer. And they come out and they have like crispy edges and the soft sort of almost creamy middle. That sounds pretty good. Some people will coat them in batter like you would with a deep fried Oreo and fry them that way. Some people just make the dough like if you were going to make a cinnamon roll and then cut up pieces of that and fry it off itself without even making it into the traditional pinwheel shape. I don't, that might be good. We might actually want to try that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. You know what we do want to try? The back of the box. Hitting the back of the box, and it's time to check out the back of the box, a weekly segment where we play a little game. Alyssa, would you like to play a game? Yes. Good, because this week's segment is... Seasonally Appropriate. Seasonally Appropriate. That's right. On Seasonally Appropriate, we try snacks that fit the theme of the season. Do I just like... Dad, the ocean called. They're running out of shrimp. Oh, yeah, Liz. Well, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. What's the difference, Dad? You're their biggest seller. (laughs) See, this is why it doesn't make sense that you don't know what Seinfeld is. That's like one of the most important exchanges in the history of that show. I get it. I know, because you've never seen it. Well, today, Alyssa, on a special Thanksgiving episode. Episode? A special Thanksgiving edition of Seasonally Appropriate. The, The show? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. Liz, it's a special Thanksgiving edition. Oh. Yes, Seinfeld. Those well, guys. I haven't seen like the show show. You've but never I've actually seen, like, seen an episode. I've seen like bits and clips. You of just it. know that they exist. I know that girl. You know Julia Louis Dreyfus. You know Elaine Bennis. Wait, wasn't she from Friends? No. 
She looked like she would be in France. Uh, well, these were shows that were on at the same time, so they have the same, what would you say? Aesthetic? It's giving Fuller House. It's giving Fuller House. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> Alyssa, <What>? today <laughs> on Seasonally Appropriate, it's a new edition, Seasonally Appropriate, The Jerk Store. The Jerk Store. Liz, in the spirit of my current favorite Thanksgiving food, which is turkey, uh, we have, Alyssa, some turkey jerky. Turkey jerky. Because it's fun to say turkey jerky. Mm, this has... It is hickory smoked, all natural turkey jerky uh, that your mom picked up from a gas station for us because I forgot to do it. I thought you said from ShopRite. No. Ella has found the video of the cinnamon roll being taken apart with the chopsticks. You this are walking over juice in it. to show it to me on your phone. And the wash a shush 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, this says the correct way to eat a cinnamon roll. This is something from TikTok. I'm guessing it looks YouTube. lovely. Sorry, YouTube shorts. Shout out to YouTube Eat My Shorts. Usually consumed within 10 minutes. If not, consume within three days of opening. Oh, that's a joke. They're saying it's so good you have to eat it all within 10 minutes. Oh, that sounds not good. Yeah, so here we have Don't do that, some uh, Archer Country... Pre- provisions honest jerky turkey jerky because it's turkey and it's thanksgiving what do you think you think it's gonna be any good we like jerky we did a whole jerky episode oh it smells so good wow really let me see oh yes so what do you what do you think that smells so boss it does it smells meaty it smells peppery and it smells hickory smoky ella would you like some turkey jerky throw you on absolutely not get over come on get over (laughs) here you're sitting on a stack of squishmallows in the studio. Oh, uh, she's a little fuzzy. It's <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the meat fibers sort of fillet apart there and look a little bit like stuffing. Uh, this is lighter in color, Alyssa, than a traditional beef jerky, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously. This is really good. Wow, it is really good. You know what it tastes like? It tastes black like pepper. The, it tastes like the salami with the black pepper on that. You're right. It does. It tastes like peppered salami. Uh yeah, very interesting. I mean, obviously, obviously, we like jerky. We said as much when we did the jerky episode. We like turkey. It's fun to say turkey jerky. We talked last episode about things that rhyme being fun. Here we are. I'm done. You're done. Ella, would you like some more? Ella says it's spicy. It does have a little bit of black pepper kick to it. On the back of the package, there's a spiciness temperature gauge. This is all the way to the left, lowest level of spice, mild. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, still good. Hickory smoke flavor, but with some of the ingredients that would give it a teriyaki flavor profile as well. Soy sauce, brown sugar, pineapple juice. Worcestershire. 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 I prefer my way. Worcestershire. 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 Uh, she's abusing my cat. Is that a beanie baby? <laughs> Where did that come from? So Liz, what do you think about the turkey jerky? It's pretty good. Is it good enough that we could make this a part of our annual Thanksgiving tradition? Eat some turkey jerky while we watch the Goonies? Maybe. Maybe have a little mini cinnamon roll? Maybe. This is a soft maybe there, kid. Well, I think that would be an excellent strategy. And Alyssa. What? This podcast should reach you in excellent condition. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. If you've got a question for us, you can write to the address on the label. That's junkfeudpod at gmail.com. Any final thoughts on our Thanksgiving episode, Alyssa? Holy jerky. A little bit spicy with the black pepper, huh? Liz. Oh, we forgot to give a rating. What do you think? From Sprinkles to Fondue. Oh, um, B minus? B minus. Mm. B plus for me. I like this stuff. It's good. Liz. What? 
Say Thanksgiving. Uh, say Happy Thanksgiving to the people. A happy Thanksgiving. To the people. To the people. To you people. To From all of us <laughs> here at Junk Feud, to all of you. You did it. Congratulations. Uh, you were, again, this is radio, so no one can see that you are able to touch your tongue to your nose. That's disgusting. Oh, Dad. Yes, Real dear. quick before we end the show. Uh-huh. Finally, had, you have something to say. <laughs> we had um some rec- <laughs> Some recommendations from friend of the show, Ryan, Adelia's brother. Oh, okay, sure. He said that if we're trying to get this show some more hype. Some more hype, exactly should, what we want. We should get, we should record bits of us like from the show and post it on TikTok. Well, uh, as the social media manager for this enterprise, that's supposed to be your job. <laughs> You're making the surprised, the shocked emoji face right now. Since our social media manager has never made one single social media post. She can be our social media manager since I don't do it. <laughs> All right. Well, from, from today on, friend of the show, Ella, will be our social media manager. And Alyssa will be your manager. Yeah. Uh, and this podcast has contained <laughs> your recommended daily allowance of fun. Fun. For more, go to X, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, or wherever you choose to be social and find us at Junk Feud Pod. You can watch fun-sized reviews on YouTube, buy our merch on Public, and don't forget to catch all the snacks in each and every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Until we see you again, for Alyssa, I'm Mike. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any Anya. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving.